0: Damn, 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 son, where'd you find this?
1: Fly, fly
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 103 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. B Enemy is Not the Enemy, and I am here with the guys. Y'all got any a.k.a.'s for yourself? What's popping, Cliff? Hey, it's Cliff, a.k.a. The Glove,
2: a.k.a. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Rick. Hey hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Look, hey, look! Hey, hey, hey he drop the beat on what you. <laughs> you, better, you better flow on the line. <laughs> hey,
3: I'm you, trying to freestyle <laughs> real
2: quick. <laughs> hey. hey, you let it go a few more seconds. I might have so. oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't, don't, hey,
1: don't <laughs> play. <laughs> do <that> <laughs> hey,
2: listen, Aka Sam
4: uh no no aka this week uh happy to end the season good super bowl thanks for listening all season yeah y'all know to twig street baby no aka this week either man
3: we just, it's been a look. i'm ready to cry football over, right but you know football season great season it's been a, a great season on the pod And we definitely appreciate all the love and support you guys been showing us, for sure.
0: Yes, indeed. We have an exciting show today. We are recapping the Super Bowl and then recapping the overall season. This is our last episode for this season. As everybody said, we appreciate all y'all for rocking no matter where it is. Make sure you follow and stay tuned for when we pick back up. But let's get right into the Super Bowl. all right? And I want to start at the most controversial point of the Super Bowl. The Bradbury holding call.
4: Where y'all at with it? I thought it was a weak way to end the game just because I would have rather seen the Eagles get the ball back with a minute left rather than seven seconds. It had been such a good game up to that point. I don't think that it was – I think it was really 50-50. Like you could have called a hold, you could not have. I would have rather just seen them let it play out and see the, the Chiefs go up three and give the, the Eagles the ball back with some more time to to see a more exciting finish.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, he was in position, even at the top of the route. I feel like that's the only time he really put hands on him at all. But, you know, when he came in and hit the pivot, pivot back out. But then when he spent and went up the field, he wasn't pulling him at that point. So, for me, I'm like – I feel like we see that so much during the season that it, when it doesn't get called that like in a, as big of a game as this is, I wouldn't like to see it there, but at the end of the day on the other end, I'm also like, I mean, no matter if there's 15 minutes, 30 seconds on the clock, hold as a hold, you got to call it no matter where it's at in the game. But at the end of the day, us, you know, being spectators and wanting to see a good game and, especially not end like that, I think from our point of view, it's like, man, we really wish it wouldn't end it like that, but you kind of got to call it whenever it happens, but we you see you it not call get called. It? We I, see I, it not get called so much.
2: I feel that, I, I feel like I hated that it ended that way because it was, it was a really good, it was making out to be a really good game, and he held him behind the line of scrimmage. He ran like a slant and then ran like the zig back outside and he held him from the screenshot I saw he was behind the line of scrimmage like it was like okay and then Mahomes just threw it and when I saw the flag come out it was low key kind of late when the ball was it was it was it low key catchable. it was low key by the time the ball he saw the ball wasn't even going to be caught it was when the yeah. flag came out it's a zig it route that, it happened at the line behind the line of scrimmage is when the flag happened He didn't held, mm-hmm. he didn't hold him after that point as soon as he turned up field, he was just running with him. In, and then by that point, he did hold him. He did slow him down. But that position in the game, fans don't want to see that. But it's technically
4: the right call.
3: Yeah. Like, if it was a more catchable ball, it would not be like, okay, that was, oh, that was, like, obvious. Like, the Roby Coleman hit on the Saints a couple of years ago. Like, yeah. come on now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't that egregious. So, for me, I, I just feel like they could have let it
0: ride. Yeah, I hated that. It ruined the game for me a little bit because it had been, as y'all said, really competitive, back and forth, both teams playing like crazy. And, like, y'all know, like, it was not like fourth down. Like, Mahomes would have had, like, A, do the Chiefs have the balls to go for it on fourth down there? Mm -hmm. If Mahomes makes that play, bro, like, that is a legacy-defining play. Or they kick the field goal, play it safe, and then we see what the Eagles could do. But, like, there were two –
1: Really crazy
0: outcomes that could have happened from that that we got robbed of, bro. Like, like that. That's like a drive that either like you know makes the legacy of Jalen Hurts or a play that extends the legacy of Patrick Mahomes. Because like at this point, Mahomes' legacy is crazy already. Yeah, it's it's a play that extends that legacy where it's like fourth down, all the chips on the line. It's the Super Bowl, and he's just like, I got it. I'm mm-hmm. like that, right? <laughs> and that, that that left a really sour taste in my mouth. It was especially because of how non-impactful on the play the hold was. So exactly. No, uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
2: I, ho- I was hoping McKinnon just scored, but he played it smart. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I
0: thought they should have yeah, pushed yeah. him in there before he tried to slide. Y'all running away surprise. from him. Yeah, y'all yeah. running yeah. away from him. I would have. Yeah, you you got to know that.
1: Yeah. Know Look. That's yeah. The- yeah.
0: <laughs> which you can you can do that like because yeah. you see people get tackled into the end zone all the time by just momentum so i was shocked that like the coaching on it was just get out his way and expect him to make a mistake that yeah. feels kind of um poor coaching Definitely by poor coaching. yeah mm-hmm. by the eagles there like your prayer is that hope they make a mistake and play stupid that's never a good way to coach a game where i feel like you had a guy behind him, that dude should have whooped and pushed him into the end zone, like because, like
1: if, yeah,
2: if you know you want him to score, then play a leverage game. Have have guys outside defending the sideline, and mm-hmm. and make him. I mean, or you really let him go out of bounds. I mean, if you want to go out of bounds, but if he's going towards the end zone, at least chase him to make him. You, you made it easy on him, really. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, made, I think you should have at least. At that point in the game, like yeah. he probably wouldn't have he might have just kept running the end zone because y'all chasing him like he's in the game but he see y'all like back and all he's like man i'm just, going slide, I'm just going slide i
3: think that was the mistake not playing like just letting him go if they would have actually came up to him acting like they was going to tackle him and stuff he would have been like more like oh let me cover up the ball blah blah blah, blah yeah. and then y'all just came into the end zone yeah but if you just not going to chase him at all then it's like this yeah. okay i see what's going on here yeah.
0: That was a little great coaching by the Chiefs. Facts don't, don't score a touchdown. They're gonna try yeah. to get a touchdown. Don't, don't don't go in. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's that's just like tough. But you know, I feel like this is it. Hit, it really hurt like the overall aspect of the game because <laughs> like it, it took a lot of the air out the room for mm-hmm. me, it like did. especially. But you know, the Chiefs deserve to win the game. I don't think anybody could say they did it right? Like, the, they, they made a good comeback. They were kind of unstoppable. Um, shit. If you see... Um, did you see those touchdown plays they ran on both sides, the little comeback? Bro, listen. <laughs> How is... <laughs> it pissed me off so bad
3: during the game when I was watching. Because I'm like, bro, regardless, like, okay, the Chiefs, yeah, they like to run the jet motions across the formation, but... Great coaching on the Chiefs' behalf because they see like, hey, they don't like to pass it off. They like to pass it off, whatever. However, they ran the same play twice and it was wide open twice. There's just, like, there's, there's no excuse for that.
2: They just, no the, they just flipped the sides and ran, ran the, the fake jet. The issue was the first one on, with Tony Slay played it and he was trying to communicate instead of keeping his eyes on the receiver, and Tony got back out quick. And with that sort of a distance in the goal line, the, the fact that it happened the first time, you're like, all right, great play.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: For it to happen again to the opposite side, and your corner, Maddox is standing in the middle of the field by the time Mahomes is throwing the ball. He's not even – I don't even know what he was looking at. Like, if you're in man coverage and they've already done this to you and the guy's in motion, like, you better keep your fucking eyes on it, like, to even have a chance to make a play because if you don't, get back outside? I mean, we saw what happened. Why yeah. both of them were Great. really really easy touchdowns that I think if they had put themselves in a better position, maybe not being in man or, you know, you know, switching it up, having a call for that after it just happened to you. Exactly. You, you got to I mean, it's it's the Super Bowl, bro. You got to have a you got to have a plan.
3: The thing that gets <clears> me too is it wasn't just like, for example, when Kadarius, Tony caught the first one.
2: Bro, Travis Kelsey was wide open, too.
3: Like, it seemed, it low-key seemed like they didn't even play defense. It was just like, oh, here you go. Get the touchdown. That's literally oh, yeah. what it seemed like. I don't know it was that it easy. Was. It was bad, yeah. That pissed me off. Because I'm like, there's no way you run the same play and y'all didn't patch that up on the sideline. No way. Some, some, Somebody off. They're going mean, to come back to this in the goal line. Like, that should be in your mind. Oh, they're going to come back to this. Y'all should know that they're going to come back to it, like. Great call, great coaching on the Chiefs' behalf, but terrible coaching on the Eagles' behalf. Like, no way they're on the same play Play twice, and it's wide open twice. So, (laughs) I'm
0: not 100% sure, but the Chiefs, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs took that play from like the Titans or somebody else who hit the Eagles with that exact motion and they got lost for a touchdown earlier this year. That's
4: true. I feel like it was the Jaguars, but I can't. Jaguars. Yeah, Yeah. The Jaguars, you're right. A lot of types.
2: teams, a lot of team I mean, yeah. I feel like I've seen, I saw Aaron Rodgers do that with Devonte Adams against Jalen Ramsey
0: back. Like, it's mm, it's that was different. It's a very. Like, they were. I feel like in that one, Jalen was no longer on him. Like he was basically trying to move Devonte off. Yeah, of Jalen did
2: kind of like, a kind of a quick switch when you're when you're in man. And you have to respect the motion. You have to get across. And you gotta, and your your path to the to getting across is way longer than the guy on offense because you got to go around through your your defensive players. He's going straight down the line of scrimmage, and he's mm-hmm. there already. Like you can't be in a position where you're beat. Like you have to, the flats have to be, you ha, you have to designate the, the flats or you're not gonna get beat in the flats. You're not gonna mm-hmm. get beat this close to the red zone. And it was just, I think that's just poor coaching, it's, or or. I feel like they looked better the first time than they did the second time they ran. Like it was wide open yeah. the second time. Like yeah, yeah. he could have he could have he could have turned his head and flicked the <laughs> jump. I mean, it's Mahomes, he probably could've thrown that with his eyes closed if he really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that was that so jump bad. was wide open. But like it it's, was. Just, it's just This is that's just that's just tough to let happen to you in the it's
0: Inexcusable. Right. It Helmet catch. Good. Y'all think it was a catch? People were saying it wasn't a catch.
4: They're a little spicy about this one. I thought it was a catch. I thought it was a catch. Yeah, it was super impressive. Catch or not, I mean, to be that close like, yeah. and to to pin it to the side like that, it was really like that David Tyree play. But the way he was turning made it almost more impressive. And to do it on the sideline rather than the middle of the field was crazy. Are we talking about yeah. Smith? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: That I mean, I thought that, that one was Goddard. Oh, Goddard, it was two. Oh, no, that one wasn't a catch. The Devontae Smith one wasn't a catch.
0: Yeah, the Goddard one was the helmet catch. The
2: Goddard one was a tough catch. It was was a really tough catch, but it was an even better throw.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That was a dot. Yeah, I I was like, yeah, Goddard, that Goddard one was crazy. I remember looking at it and being like, yo, he caught that. He pitted against his helmet. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) Like, the adjustment. Like, Yo. Yeah, uh the Devontae Smith one was ruled not a catch. And I feel like even if that one was a catch, his karma caught up to him at that moment from that NFC <laughs> championship game. I mean, and he and took he multiple did. steps inbounds <laughs> with
3: the ball and then
2: it's what sucks is that what sucks is that like he because I think I think it was a clear call because he landed out of bounds and didn't have the ball still. Like I think if he I think if he had caught it an inbounds and took that many steps Cause that's essentially took that many steps and then hit the ground and then lost control and they got it back there to call it a fumble recovery or whatever like
4: or just, mm-hmm.
2: But because it was out of bounds, I think it you know eliminated him as being established for because he didn't complete the catch because he's going out of bounds.
4: I hate but it was it. a great play though. I kind of hate the bobble rule for that reason on plays where they're going out of bounds because it takes away so many good catches where they do end up. The ball never touches the ground, but since they lose possession of it out of bounds, it's ruled not a catch, which I get. But also, like, I feel like there are some amazing catches that get bobbled a little bit out of bounds. It's like he had both feet in, he had possession in bounds, but, like, after he's out of bounds, he bobbles it a little bit. I don't know. Maybe the ball should be dead as soon as you go out of bounds. I don't know.
3: That's like a Jamar Chase catch against the Bills
0: in the playoffs a couple weeks ago. Mm-mm. All right. Before we get into our players of the game with T.O., I will give the final results of our NFL playoff bracket challenge. Ooh. Nobody on the podcast won. B. Roche won by a clear four points, predicting the winner of the Super Bowl correctly as the Kansas City Chiefs. B. Roche was the only person to pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win That's the Super crazy. Bowl in the bracket challenge like we had a lot of bills we had some Niners some bangles we had one Cowboys fan but you know some of y'all be kind of wild and Cliff
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs>
0: and b Roche won Tio and Cliff were tied for second place Sam no, take- was fourth and I rounded out the top five all right so that was the end of our bracket playoff challenge. Shout out to B-Roach Listener Submission for winning the bracket pretty handedly, I'm not gonna lie.
1: All right. <laughs> All right he spiked so, us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you ain't lying. All right. So that is it for the recap. We got TO hitting us up with our players of the game from the Super Bowl.
3: I mean, we know who the player of the game was offensive-wise, uh, even though. Our honorable mention guy had a better overall game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to give it to the Super Bowl MVP here, went 21 for 27, had 182 yards, three scores, and two of his six incompletions came on throwaways. And, I mean, he ended the, the day with like a an 80-plus PFF grade, both as a passer and a rusher. So pretty good day. Uh, defensive guy. We're gonna go with Nick Bolton from the Chiefs. Clear reason here um, before halftime had the scoop and had pretty much the biggest play, defensive player of the game, um, and he finished with four tackles with that resulted in a defensive stop. So, I mean, he had a really good day. Obviously, that defensive touchdown was really huge. Uh, if they didn't get that, then it would have been what, 27, 31, 7, going into halftime. So, I mean, really huge play there. And then on the kicker, we're actually going to go with a guy from the losing team here. However, i are going to go with Jake Elliott. However, like I said, he, I mean, the guy was perfect in the playoffs. So, I mean, hats off to him. Still got to give it to him here. Um, he's just been automatic. Um, he was two for two on field goals, three for three on PAT. So, he had a pretty nice day as well. Um, but I also want to give a special shout-out to um, Jalen Hurts, man. Like, man, had, he, he had a great day. Only, obviously, mistake was the fumble, which was a terrible fumble. I don't know what the hell it was. She was terrible. But, I mean, the man had a day in the Super Bowl. Um, he went 27 for 38, 304 yards. Like, that's that's – Anyway, three three rushing touchdowns and uh pass touchdown. So I mean, the man ball, like hats off to these guys in the Super Bowl, playing at the highest level. Um, but that has it for the for the players of the week.
0: All right, facts, facts, facts. So that wraps up our Super Bowl recap in general. We have a best moment of the 2022 2023 NFL season bracket challenge that we are going to
4: go through highlight some of the best moments and sam got us here so do you want to share the bracket or do you want me to share the bracket on screen like on the screen yeah um or do we want to we could just talk through it It doesn't matter
0: i don't mind we can see how it looks uh let's see I don't know if it's worth being on screen the entire time, but we will see.
4: Yeah, yeah, we can just flash it on there at some
0: point. Okay. Hold on. All right, I will flash it on there whenever you're ready. It's uh, it's ready now.
4: All right. All right, let's go ahead and just flash it on there real quick. We got 16 moments from the NFL season that we put in a bracket style challenge. We randomized the seeds uh to put them up against each other. So, in the first round, we got uh I'll just go through them all real quick and we we'll, then we'll go through them round by round. We got Baker Mayfield win in his first Rams start. He had been on the team for like like 24 hours um and got put in the game and got the win in a walk-off fashion uh up against the Patriots punt return against the Jets. That was a game where the game was tied 3-3 the whole game, and then the Patriots win it on a walk-off punt return. Um, we got Joe Mixon's five touchdowns versus the Panthers versus the Raiders winning a game on a walk-off where Jacoby Myers uh, threw a lateral pass to back to Mac Jones with the game tied, uh, and the Raiders intercepted it and brought it back for a touchdown. Maybe one of the most hilarious moments of the season. Um then we got Travis Kelsey having four touchdowns versus the Raiders versus Josh Jacobs' 86-yard walk-off touchdown in overtime versus the Seahawks. We got Tyreek Hill's fumble recovery that was like a 70-yard touchdown versus Cooper Rush winning a bunch of games, filling in for Dak Prescott for Dallas. We got Trevor Lawrence's comeback win in the wild card round after throwing four picks in the first half versus Justin Jefferson's one-handed catch in crunch time. Versus the Buffalo Bills. Then we got two of six touchdowns versus the Ravens, which tied an NFL record for single-game touchdowns versus L. Patterson, breaking the kickoff record. Brock Purdy beating Tom Brady in his first start versus Taylor Heineke turning Washington season around. And then to round it out, we got the Vikings, biggest comeback in NFL history, coming back 33-0 against the Colts versus Naheem Hines, kick return, touchdowns. In the game following DeMar Hamlin's injury, so in the first round we got Baker's win up against the Patriots punt return, and I want to get y'all's vote on it. And and whatever y'all end up voting on uh, is who will will go on. I'm not going to vote for these. I did fill out a bracket, and we just did it for fun that way. But I wanna I wanna give it turn it to Anthony first. Who you voting for in Baker versus the Patriots?
0: Okay like so this is like kind of one of those big things for me like whole games did not do as well for me in the brackets as well as individual plays like i feel like baker's first win for the rams was dope it was a big moment considering the situation but that punt return (laughs) that punt return (laughs) win was crazy like Everybody was garbage all game long. Could <laughs> not score all game long. And then the last play of the game was just like, oh, we'll let this move, all right? Like, that was crazy. It was the only exciting thing to happen that game. <laughs> T.O., we already
2: know what are for.
1: Yeah. Y'all already know what I meant with this one.
2: <laughs> I agree. I mean,. That I literally remember watching that game. It was like this game's ass. You know, like, they might have. It, it was a good defensive game. They might have got an OT, and I'm gonna have to watch some more of this shit. So that was
1: a big.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, was a big that was a big play, big
2: moment this season. Well,
3: it was a good defensive game. That is
4: <laughs> so we got the Patriots moving on over Baker in the first round. Next one we got is Joe Mixon versus. The Raiders walk-off win off the Jacoby Myers backwards lateral. Cliff, who you got winning this one?
2: Got to be Jacoby, man. I mean, he, the game's tied. <laughs> uh, <T-O. laughs> he, he might have forgot they scored last time they had a ball. I, I'm not – I don't really have an answer for it. I, I don't know what it's, – it's not even a situation where you say the guy's trying to do too much. I really just don't know what the hell
1: he was doing. Like I don't
3: know. <laughs> Listen, I mean, for the simple fact that it pissed me off I didn't pick it in my bracket, but <laughs> Look, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go with it here cuz I mean, Matt got <laughs> obliterated with that step-on from Chandler Jones. It was just the probably the dumbest play I've seen this season. So, I mean,
0: it is the I definition. Got nothing to say of a comedy of errors. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like
0: just one by one. (laughs) Like Stevenson throws it back and yo, everybody's like, uh what?
2: We just standing there trying to figure out what's going on. Like
0: he he should have just gone by that was
3: just dumb. Just just
4: Uh, dumb. Yeah, that was gold. Yeah, so that one's moving on. Anthony, you voting for that one, too. Is that one a clean sweep? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah 100%.
4: 100%. So then for the third round, we got Travis Kelsey's four TDs versus the Raiders versus Josh Jacobs' 86-yard overtime walk-off touchdown versus the Seahawks, and it put him at 303 yards rushing for the day, which is pretty crazy. Uh, T.O., I'm going to go with you first on this one. I mean,
3: honestly – like the josh jacobs thing was big but like i went with the on this one i'm gonna go with kelsey and i'm going with that because like literally he didn't do anything but score touchdowns he only had what like 26 yards receiving like bro what so like the josh jacobs thing was big though but for me i feel like in this bracket i looked at uh overall success as well and the raiders were so
2: yeah I I probably had to go with the Josh Jacobs I was a big I was a big hater on Josh Jacobs just before the season started and he turned he I mean he had a really good year uh and not even even if we're not even including the game the 303 yards he had in that game to break that type of run in that type of game for a dub is pretty tough
0: Yeah yeah I had Josh Jacobs too though like come on walk off 86 yard run. Like the, that like, was crazy though. It was, yeah. Like Kelsey scoring four TDs was crazy, particularly because like the Raiders were up by so much and then just collapsed. But like none of those TDs w- looked as impressive as the eighty-six yarder. Like for <laughs> the most part, that dude was just, as always, butt naked open, and we, we were like, "What's everybody else doing?" Bro, I don't know how this
2: man always open. Bro, he he the only person on that. On that office that I will make sure it's not open.
0: (laughs) He's He's
3: the only one I would double and triple team. He's the only person I would double (laughs) triple team. And I'm running press man on everybody else. Now beat me. But he's always wide open. I don't. Bro, I don't get it. Yeah, that was wild.
4: (laughs) Yep. So that's a 2-1 for Josh Jacobs. Next, we got Tyree Kills Fumble Recovery. Uh, for like a 70-yard touchdown versus Cooper Rush's success in filling in for Dak. I'm going to turn this one over to Cliff first. Our Cowboys fan, what you think?
2: Okay, Which one? The Cooper Rush
4: versus... Tyreek Hill.
2: Definitely Tyreek Hill. Cooper Rush, I mean, I think he did a good job, you know, handling the reins. I didn't expect him to win that many games, if I'm being honest. Uh, But... The Tyree kill play, I remember watching, it, and the ball just popped out. Nobody saw the ball. Nobody saw him until it was too late, and I saw it happen. It, like, it was like slow mo. It was just like, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know anything. <laughs> it looked, it looked fake. Like I was like, yeah. So the the, the Tyree kill uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown definitely took it from me.
0: Hmm. I'm with you there, mm-hmm. my guy
2: yeah I mean
3: I I can I can see either or here I, don't, I only voted for Cooper Rush because I mean he kept y'all afloat and I feel like they had a bigger impact for the season for y'all than the fumble recovery for the Dolphins so yeah
0: the- the biggest thing about Cooper Rush, though, was it for some reason created such a swirl of rumors around Dak Prescott and whether or not, like, they was gonna move on and reset the cap. And, you know, like all that nonsense. Then, like, the huffing and puffing. And it's like, well, if Dak comes back, are you gonna pull Cooper because he's undefeated? Like, come on. Like that was the that was the most memorable part of that run. Is how quickly. People started mm-hmm. turning tail on Dak when Cooper went on a little run real quick. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the <laughs> Eagles curve stopping them the week before Dak <laughs> came back, I feel like y'all would have moved way different when the time came.
2: It, it very well could have. Like, uh, yeah, it could have. I think that I think that's probably why I vote for it, because they did hype they did hype up him winning all them games like or winning four four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I mean, I was already look. Expect disappointment. You can't be disappointed anyway. So it didn't make no difference to me this season. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. The next one is a pretty crazy matchup. The randomized seeds, I feel like, uh, made this one pretty wild. It's Trevor Lawrence's comeback in the wild card after he threw four picks in the first half versus Justin Jefferson's one-handed catch in crunch time versus the Bills. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to turn this one over to you first. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I went for Justin Jefferson. Like, I feel like the impact on the league of Trevor Lawrence's comeback was bigger. But the moment, like there isn't like a moment that stands out to me in that comeback. It's just like a series of what the fuck are the Chargers doing? over and over again. It's like, why have they stopped running the ball? Why are they still not running the ball? It's been 12 minutes. And like So like, there's like, not a moment that stands out for me besides like, but the outcome is big. That Justin Jefferson catch is crazy. Like I went back and saw it again. Like he is in prime position to get Moss. Receiver has two hands over the ball and he has one hand in the middle and just says, give me these cookies. And I was like, yo, that, Crazy, like crazy. I think that's probably one of the best catches of this season. Most definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely one of the best catches. I think I ended up going with the Trevor Lawrence because of the because of the it being a playoff game, uh, and I mean, the Chargers' defense folded, and and I mean their offense folded. And their their offense, defense. Yeah. I think they both, to be honest, they both folded. And I mean. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, team, the team folded. The team folded for to 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 let that happen in a playoff game, man. Like,
1: yeah, the, that's,
2: the, yeah. the team folded, and, and you let you made Trevor Trevor Lawrence look like OP in a, in his Maybe first like playoff Tom game. Brady. In his first playoff game, like,
3: <laughs> yeah, I picked the Trevor Lawrence one here too because like the the Justin Jefferson catch was listen that that man it was insane. But for me, it was more so like you say like playoff game. And honestly, you think about it, people was cutting the game off. Next thing you know, it's like, "Hey, yo, (laughs) hey, yo." So for me, (laughs) that's why I went with the Trevor Lawrence one. But the Justin Jefferson catch was crazy; like it had a big impact on that game. But just from like the whole like impact, I felt like the Trevor Lawrence was a little
2: bigger. Yeah, that's why if I'm Kirk Cousins, you should have thrown it to Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, on that
0: uh, fourth and eight. And not Man,
2: talk three about yards that. down the field
0: yeah it's like you know when mahomes be like yo tyreek out there somewhere when tyreek was on the team he's like sometimes i just talk like he's like tyreek over there he gonna, he gonna get it. like to you know, like, say that he's like it's like that meme he's like tyrese's tyreek over there somewhere and i just toss it and he gonna yeah. run up under it Facts. Justin Jefferson is that type of dude in that moment where you got to be like, all right, is over there. Right. He over there. <laughs> he over there. Wow. He going to make something shake.
3: <laughs> oh, that would be me. 20, yeah. Hey, listen.
2: Eyes closed and everything. <laughs> 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 he over
0: there.
2: I'll <laughs> take my chances rather than throwing a three-yard pass for the show. Facts.
0: <laughs> Even if it's a 60-40 ball for the other player, no. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking that I'm
2: taking that ten times out of ten. Mm. Four of an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts.
4: I feel like both of those would have gone could have gone far if they weren't paired up against each other in the first round. Oh, Oh, one
3: hundred percent.
4: So the next one we got is two of six touchdowns versus the Ravens that tied an NFL record for, for touchdowns in a single game versus Corder L. Patterson breaking the career kickoff return touchdown record. Uh, this season. I'm going to turn this one over to T.O. first. What do you think?
3: I mean, honestly, I went with the two of six touchdowns versus the Ravens here. I feel like that was really big. Um, I mean, Dolphins was, listen, beginning of the season, they was going crazy. I'm not going to lie to you, they was going crazy. And honestly, it, to me, I feel like Cordero Patterson, he's definitely had a great career, even being a kick return and everything, but the impact of it was just like you just out here for stats at this point. Like literally, that's all it was. <laughs> so I mean, it gotta be the tour for me. Cause they like I said, it, it actually meant something. But you know, I was res- I like Corret Patterson a lot too. I just don't feel like it really meant anything.
0: Damn. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I man. disagree. Like this it's thing. big, but it don't I mean, we're playing for the Falcons, <laughs> my boy. At the moment, the two or six CDs thing seemed incredible and crazy. Until everybody gave up the goods when the Ravens had a lead all season long. Uh, until until it kept getting replicated over and over <laughs> and over, where every Trevor Lawrence was just running the table with Christian Kirk and um homeboy uh, that came off of the. Raiders. Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Just eating them alive in the moment. Like I'm just like, everybody give up the goods to the Ravens when they had a lead. The, like, the Ravens could stop a nosebleed when they had a lead. They just didn't know what to do. Like Game close, like the Ravens are like, all right, we locked in. We looked like the Ravens. Once they get that big lead, they was out of there. Cordell Patterson was big for me because a lot of, A, he holds the all-time NFL record. We ain't talking about just stats. That's the all time NFL. Yeah,
3: what he played for the Falcons.
0: He was playing. He's playing for the Falcons. This actually sucks because Devin Hester did the same thing leave the Bears and then officially break the record on the Falcons <laughs> instead of on the Bears. Like, 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 hurt, hurts to see. But most <laughs> importantly, if you watch that play, almost every single mm-hmm. player for the other team was within a fingertip late of cordell patterson he's just booking it they just can't even get the <laughs> hands on him how fast he's moving like the kicker looked like he is literally frozen in time when cordell patterson <laughs> runs past <him. laughs> like it is crazy like a lot of kickoff returns are like yo they hit one side come back the other way they got all the blocking most of the guys can't even touch them once they get past mm-hmm. like the first three or four right and then like they just up the sideline no, he went up the middle of the field, like everybody just woof, 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 just falling. That's crazy. I mean, it's big, but it ain't.
3: <laughs> like it's a record, but it ain't mean nothing.
0: Oh, for the
1: ball. I, th- I
2: think it's a I think it's a great stat. I mean, like like I mean, like I both said it is the all time NFL record, but. It is like you. There is no impact on y'all season, and you know, or, or and it's not a. Who are they even playing? Like they're playing somebody ass, probably.
3: Hey, question: Has anybody talked about it since, it, uh, since it was <laughs>
2: I'm not. I'm, not, not, the the teams, I'm, I'm right? not discrediting special teams. I'm not yeah, discrediting. I'm not discrediting special anybody... teams, but I personally have to take the two or six touchdowns because. I mean, it's still the Ravens. I mean, I think the Ravens defense is still a good defense. I just think, you know, Tua showed it was a game it was a game where Tua showed like some play that we hadn't seen from him before. So I think that's why the moment was really big for me.
3: Question. Has anybody talked about the Cordero Patterson breaking the kickoff return record since it happened?
4: Probably not. Not much. Uh, <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> See, that's why I did this.
0: Like, you're not wrong.
4: Right? <laughs> that uh, should be big. That yeah, be I'm big not going to talk is.
0: about who it happened against, because it doesn't matter.
4: It happened against y'all, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, guess what? Only, I guess it's only right, bro. <laughs> <What>? yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: it's only, yeah, sure. Never
2: have to with y'all. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's only right, bro.
0: All right, yo, all right. Man, that was fate right there. That was fate. Yeah, yeah y'all can have that one. And <laughs> hey, you picked hey, it. Uh, look, look, <laughs> y- y'all did not. So I
4: guess it's out the tournament. We didn't gotta talk about it. <laughs> and we can move right off. We got Brock Purdy beating Tom Brady in his first start versus Taylor Heineke turning the Washington Commanders season around. I'm gonna start with Cliff on this one.
2: I went with Brock Purdy beating Tom Brady. I know it was a trash game, but he went out there and just executed. And like, I think it was even more impressive that he blew out Brady. Like, when does Brady ever get blown out? When does he losing to a a rookie, late Mister Irrelevant pick in his in his first start? Like, I feel like that doesn't. I think that moment to me is just, it's just a big moment. Like, I think he just, you know. Brock Purdy being where he where he was picked just kind of just outshines Taylor Heineke to me that moment is shattered because they benched him in a game they need to win and put in Carson mm-hmm. Wentz because y'all want to get a higher draft pick like <laughs> you you I, I, y'all had a better chance to win with Taylor Heineke 100 percent in my opinion
0: oh they definitely did so so awesome. you're full on board the Commanders were tanky. 100%. Oh, 1,000. You
2: I just, don't look, put that I, man in there, man. You just look, don't. Like, for what? I just what, remember what has he done? The,
0: <laughs> look, <laughs> I just remember the post-game conference with Ron Rivera when they told him he was eliminated from the playoffs because they lost that Uh-oh. game, and he did not know that that game eliminated them from the playoffs.
2: That's a lot. Like,
0: he was like, what? We, we're What?
2: That's a perfect position to act up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Off, exactly. You're dead wrong telling me you the head coach and don't know that this game, if you lose this shit, you out the playoffs. Exactly. When you play hey, for they, the playoffs. Hey,
3: what Brian Flores say? They, they paid me a hundred thousand to lose the game. Hey, they, hey. They, told, Man, they
2: told Carson Wentz to go in there and do what he does. And he did. <laughs> That's what they told him. <laughs> <laughs> they took a L. Was, I mean, yeah. just like
3: Cliff said, like, to me, it's Purdy with no brainer, cause I mean, even I, honestly, to me, if if you go back and look like post game once the game's over too, like you say, like this was the first time I think I've seen Brady like look defeated for real. Like I think at that moment he knew we ain't shit. Like all honesty, I think literally, like if you go back and you see his facial expressions after that game and stuff, he he looked like damn, like this is really it. Like, <sighs> and that a hey, it's purdy for me hey it's purdy for me
0: look i went taylor heineke but i clearly have been cooked out this one uh like i get the whole purdy thing but like that game was way more about the 49ers defense than it was about Brock purdy and like the fact that they just bro they gave tom night terrors He ain't sleep for the next week the way that he was cutting up on them, like (laughs) and like I'm not taking it away from Purdy. I've been a big Purdy person all pod right, but I just thought Taylor Heineke turning around the Washington Commanders and then them immediately squandering it was hilarity. Like it just showed like damn you all could have saved yourself about like what 30 million dollars and just rolled with taylor heineke from the start <laughs> it got busy <laughs> and you know you still would have got sam howell he would have probably got more reps and like you know got better over this yeah. like, like, like it just shows the absolute Crazy. dysfunction that no. is the washington commanders in every way possible
4: it was dope, dope seeing Taylor Heineke buy the O line, <laughs> all the different Jordans after they won every week too. That, yeah. So they the, they just rode for that dude. They
0: really. There's did. no other reason
2: you put Carson Wentz in, man. You know he's not Carson your
0: guy, man. Yeah. Besides There's the no other- fact that you traded it for him, gave up picks, and then you have to like pay him thirty million. It was a bad move. Anyway. that's like that a GM. Move. I feel like if if it's not tanking, right? If it's not tanking. That feels like a GM trying to justify a bad move. That's hubris by being like, <laughs> by being like, look, see, it worked <laughs> out because the team got their shit together. It just took them a while. Carson was able to lead us there, like, or you're tanking. And y'all, hey, got Carson that ain't
3: lead us nowhere. He Carson, didn't lead us nowhere. How many games to a damn dark
0: he? Hell no.
2: In the games he did play, he might have had one good game. I promise you those other games were no good from what I yeah. saw from his stats in the season. And that last Ass one monkey. was even bad. Even, it's probably the worst one. The last one's probably the worst one.
4: And so? <laughs> the next round, and yeah. the this is the last one to, to round off round one. This is another one where I feel like both of these moments would go pretty far if they weren't matched up against each other. We got the Vikings, biggest comeback in NFL history, down 33-0 at half versus Naheem Hines returning two kicks, including first play of the game, kickoff return for a touchdown in the week following DeMar Hamlin's injury. So I'm going to go with Cliff on this one first. Who you got out of this one?
2: Uh, I think it's got to be DeMar Hamlin. Uh, two kick return just at the moment. I think, you know, after what had happened the week prior. Uh, and the Vikings – came back on the Colts who they should have never been down 33 point <laughs> zones anyway. So <laughs> I think the, the, the Naeem Hines and, and he had just, I mean, they got, they signed him too. He was a, I mean, they uh, traded, or they traded for him. They traded yeah, for him. Yeah. They traded for him ironically from the Colts. We're talking about the Colts, but uh, yeah, I think that moment was just a bigger moment overall for the team.
3: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with that, even though, I put the Vikings come oh, back. Are you flipping now? Yeah, right. now that I think about it. This, but this, you want to know the reason why I ain't picking on my bracket? Why? Because you know who he returned them against?
0: That's why? All fine. Five. You know why I You know why I ain't picking. You know why. You, you know why? why. Don't play. <laughs> All right. So is it a 1-1 now or a 2-0? It's a it's 2-0. 2-0. See okay.
2: a lot of Patriots defense on here for so right. many negative things, man.
0: Hey, listen. Man.
2: <laughs> well, really, oh. not even the defense. Y'all got your, your offense, special teams, defense. Everybody,
1: on everybody, hey, look. everybody. Let me
2: features.
0: take my glass. Let me take my glasses off oh. so I can see. Hold on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> look,
0: I had the Vikings thirty three comeback. I did too. That's just cause. That's just I cause, Like that kick return was dope. Like I, I can't hate on it. I get it it like but all in all that's just a historic collapse and i think like that was the point where everybody was willing to stop pretending like jeff saturday might have had some juice and that's why it was an important (laughs) moment to me (laughs) because that was the moment that everybody was like all right because like when jeff saturday said some team was trash showed up and then immediately beat that team right
3: I that was wild. Was. I, I forget I which team over.
0: it was. It was the Raiders. Raiders. He called the Raiders trash. Then popped up and fresh out, fresh in his first coaching job, and beat the Raiders. I was like, all right. Then everybody was like, he might have some juice. This collapse. Everybody stopped thinking he might have some juice, and that's why it was big for me. I did pick it in my bracket,
3: though. I did pick it in my bracket.
0: Well, which way you? Which way you slide it? We gotta. We gotta like. Advanced state. One, Are you one, flipping one, or one, you one, one,
2: one. Which way are you going?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I did have that one, so I'm gonna stick with that one. All right.
4: Vikings moving on. He's not sure no more. <laughs> so for now, we're in the elite eight, and this is funny because we got two Patriots moments against each other. One good, one bad. <laughs> we got the the Patriots winning on a walk return, a walk off punt return, and we got the Patriots losing. On a walk-off reverse lateral for an interception uh, touchdown. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to To first naturally. Which <laughs> which one of these Patriots?
3: <laughs> Although I want to pick the punt return because we won. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: it got to be the Raiders W on that buffoonery of a lateral pass that we did. So that's I. I, I not spoke my piece on this game. <laughs> <laughs> But that, yeah, I'm going to uh, Jacoby Myers play.
0: So. <laughs> Look, I could like can let you know right now. This is my this is my season winner. <laughs> this is my season winner by far because because they had to ask everybody what they were thinking. And they're just like momentary, lasted judgment. <laughs> I knew what the score was. I just don't know why I did it. <laughs> Wait, well, you don't got an answer. <laughs>
2: And you just did some yeah. outrageous shit, outlandish <laughs> shit. Like, is like I said, I I didn't even know what I was watching. I was just like, I was confused. Like, there was a point that was supposed to be on the board that wasn't on the board, and they was losing the game. Like,
3: <laughs> no, I can promise you, I took at least one shot after that.
2: <laughs> at least,
3: I oh I went and got the bottle. I oh yeah, I'm
2: gonna need at least three after that. One.
3: Hey,
2: yeah. listen, I was hot. I for was each hot. mistake made. For each lateral on the play. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, and, and I think, like, I feel bad because everybody really roasted Jacoby Myers because it was his lateral that led to the stiff arm, right, when, like, Ain't no one like, yo Stevenson. Why did you what? lateral first? Like Jacoby just kind of seemed to like catch the vibe. It was like, I guess I'm a Oh, We're now. Yeah, It's like when somebody start running, so everybody start running. He's like, I guess that's the vibe.
1: Yeah, it,
2: that seemed like pure panic mode. Like he. Stevenson low-key set him up.
4: Yes. <laughs> he low-key set him up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> set him up. Uh, no man. situational
3: awareness. None at all.
4: <laughs> all right, so we got Jacoby Myers moving on. Next round, we got Josh Jacobs' walk-off touchdown versus the Seahawks versus Tyreek's fumble recovery for a touchdown. I'm going to give this one to Anthony first. Who you got in this one? Mm, I still went with the Josh Jacobs one. Like,
0: that – the Tyreek one was just such a freak moment. You know, like no one knows what's going on until Tyreek is like 15, 30 yards down the field. It's like it's a, <laughs> by the time you know what's happened, it's over. <laughs> just walk to the sideline. <laughs> yeah. Like only God can stop Tyreek Hill at this point. <laughs> like <laughs> Josh Jacobs just blew through the just blew through the Seahawks defense and like just like walk off OT like highest moment like that was just huge yeah. me. so I, I gave it to Josh Jacobs.
3: Yeah, I'm going to rock with that one, too, because, simple fact, I mean, it was that in the moment as well, and shoot, 300-yard rushing game, like, you don't see that too often, so I'm going to go Josh Jacobs here, too.
2: I, I ended up going Tyreek Hill just because it was, like, a freak moment. I mean, like, it just popped out, and then nobody, literally, no, had nobody on the field know what was going on, so he, he gone, bro. <laughs> how you don't? How you don't see him running? Like what you don't? I mean, I guess this guy it might not be that hard not to see him running because he be moving. But yeah, he would be moving. It was just a, it was just a really freak moment. Uh, <laughs> so it was it was it was a crazy play though.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. So the next one we got Trevor Lawrence come back in the wild card game versus two of six touchdowns versus the Ravens. I'm gonna give this one a TO first.
3: Yeah, I got the Trevor Lawrence. It's just a bigger moment. Um, No way you throw four picks in the first half and you down that down twenty seven nothing and you win that game. There's no way. So gotta go Trevor there.
4: (laughs) Anyone disagree? Nah. Like (laughs) I
0: had neither of these at this point, so like it's all an L for me (laughs) in the (laughs) bracket. But it's a playoff game it's a playoff game like yeah yeah they said trevor arrived after that game
2: <laughs> No,
0: yeah that's i
2: mean you come back from that i mean that's big yeah
4: and then okay. to round out the elite eight we got purdy beating brady in his first start versus the vikings come back on the colts cliff what you what do you think about this one
2: well, because I didn't pick the other one, I'm I'm a rock with the Purdy, the Purdy game. Uh, I I just think that's bigger. I think the Vikings didn't beat anybody. They beat Jeff Saturday and and the Colts, who, again, they should have never have been in that position.
3: Mr. They Irrelevant, literally spotted them 33 points. Mr.
2: Irrelevant <laughs> quarterback, regardless of his team, beat Tom Brady in his first start. I mean, that's just a big moment to me.
0: Yeah. Anyone gone I'm the other way? No. No, I'm with Purdy as well.
4: All right. Like, well yeah, we got the final four. I feel like the Purdy thing, if it if it wasn't Brady, maybe the first start isn't the big thing and, and I would have thrown in like Brock Purdy going undefeated to round out the season or whatever. But I feel like the moment of beating Tom Brady in mm-hmm. your first start, the just the magnitude of that is big enough <laughs> to, is. to be its own yeah. thing. So for the final and four – Yeah, facts. For the final four, we got the Jacoby Myers play up against the Josh Jacobs walk off. These are two walk off wins, but very different in in nature. Theo, you're gonna break your streak, or are you gonna keep voting for Jacoby? I'm
3: gonna vote for Jacoby. It pisses me off every time I vote for it too. <laughs> it pisses me off every time.
2: <laughs> so. So, both those games is walk-offs, and this is going to be a walk-off win for Jacoby Myers.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Y'all already know where my bracket's at. Like, hey. So, then I'll leave this with the other Yeah, half of so bracket. the
4: other half of the final four bracket. Sorry, my browser is being weird. <laughs> One second. The other half of the final four bracket is Purdy, Brock Purdy, versus the trevor lawrence comeback in the wild card round anthony who you got for this one?
0: Oh man like i i didn't have any of these moments this high up man i like just like thinking about it i was just give it to trevor just just for the same reasons why Purdy didn't make it out the first draw for me like I feel like that win was more about the Niners' defense than it was about Brock Purdy, even though Brock Purdy played well, right? Like, what Trevor did was crazy. It required a lot of uh, buffoonery by the Chargers, but he did it. He executed, and like coming back from throwing four picks in the first half and just being steel with it, that says something. Yeah. That that that's a different level of
4: points. Yeah,
3: we're rocking Trevor Lawrence out here.
4: Yeah, I agree.
0: We totally
4: I agree. So that means that means for the finals, we got Trevor Lawrence come back in the wild card round versus the Jacoby Myers walk off lateral uh, versus the Raiders. To will the streak continue?
3: Yeah. Buffoonery of the season.
0: Buffoonery of the season. This has been my bracket W both for forget. I knew this motherfucker was gonna win. <laughs> so that
4: means Toby Myers wins no matter what. But Cliff, what do you think? You think the same? Yeah, thing?
2: I had I had this is my exact two in the finals and. I mean, there's always that one play in a season where you're like, what the fuck was that? And this one takes a cake this year.
4: I agree. It was yeah. the funniest one to look back on and, and remember because I had kind of forgotten about it. I was just watching like best moments of the season YouTube videos to like refresh and, and make the bracket <laughs> with. And that was on every single one of them. And it, it was just funny to watch every single time.
0: Hey, I right, Cliff had the most accurate bracket. He me, me by seven. It shit wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. I.
4: Right. Hey. I had hey, I had Baker winning mine, and and another. uh Wow. I, I just felt I just from what I remember watching the games live. I feel like that's the most memorable one watching live, and I think it's just so impressive to not have practiced with the team to just show up there and be like. What up, guys? I'm Baker. We're going to try to win this game and then to do it. And wasn't that one against the Raiders, too?
3: Yeah, it was. The Raiders, the Raiders really gave them had themselves
4: in a lot of sticky situations. They were able to win <laughs> the best moment of the season, but they probably had – six of them happened against them from the bracket yeah <laughs> and that's because like <laughs> josh
0: jacobs was the only super bright spot on the entire team like don't get me wrong Devonte adams still had a good season but that's because he's tay Right? Like, it's going to take a lot to make him not have a good season. Max Crosby did have a great season. Like, shout out to him for real talk. But the actual bright spot of the everything that happened all year long for the Raiders was Josh Jacobs. (laughs) They had a lot
2: of bad moments. I mean, they had to walk off L to the Cardinals on the fumble recovery.
0: Boy. They had had some tough ones. (laughs) They lost to the Colts. Like, ain't no tougher moment than that. Boy. (laughs) After he said
2: he was trash,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, damn.
2: Come to find out, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <different>. <laughs> it's a what,
0: what does that make us, us moment? You know, like, damn. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, that is that right, that is our bracket for the best moments of the season. We will move right into Cliff giving us the head the new coaches hires in RPO fashion.
2: All right, so this I'm going to start with this one. Um, what you going to do, Sam, run or pass? Uh, head coach Sean Payton will fix the Broncos' offense and get Russ back cooking. Run a pass.
4: I'm going to run with it. I think they'll be a lot better, but with Mahomes and Herbert in the division, I don't know if it will be enough to get, I think they could get a wild card spot for sure, but I, I don't think they're going to win the division or anything. But I think it will look a lot better because Nathaniel Hackett just had a lot of like clock management problems and problems with protecting Russ, who's getting sacked all the time. So to me, like I've said on the pod before this, when we talked about it, Sean is always top 10 in uh, points and in yards. So I feel like adding that in, and they have a decent amount of weapons. It can't look worse. So I'm gonna run with it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way.
2: Uh, this next one's for Tio uh, Cardinals' new head coach and former Eagles defensive coordinator uh, John Gannon. We'll get Kyle and the Cardinals in the playoffs next season. Runner pass. <laughs> hey, call me Tom Brady. It it just
3: ain't no way. Um, It's it's going to be a lot of things. I feel like in this offseason, that's going to happen, too. Um, I feel like they feel really bad that they inked Kyler Murray to that deal, and then he went out and performed the way he did as well this season. And then, obviously, to go out with that injury was tough. Um, They also (laughs) extended Clips Kingbird, who they gave the boot. So, like, it's it's a lot of dysfunction going on over there as well that nobody's talking about. Uh, DeAndre Hawkins is going to be out more than likely. Um, so, I mean,
0: yeah. Hey, real it, it quick. Ain't
1: happening. It ain't happening.
0: Real quick. All right. So, we know Nick Sirianni did not win Coach of the Year. I didn't think he should win Coach of the Year. I thought I thought Dave was supposed to win it. We talked about this. But that was mm-hmm. just because GM of the year should have clearly been Howie Roseman for the team he put together agree Now, the, the Eagles' defensive coordinator is not bad, but y'all gave him the fucking All Star team. He got a head coaching job off coaching the All Star team. And I'm just saying.
2: And we and we, talk, and we talked about his lack of adjustments on the same goddamn play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hello. what we? I mean. He finna
3: go out there yo, looking he, like Cliff he Kingsbury. About, he
0: about to go, he, he about might go. look worse, yo, because <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury could at least scheme up offense. The problem was when everybody caught up to his all his new wrinkles for the year, they fell off. Every Whether time you I think watch- that's Kyler not you know doing what he's yeah. supposed to do and like taking that next step to get ahead of the next step people take, I don't know. Whether that's Cliff not making adjustments, adding new wrinkles, I don't know. But we know that first half of the season, <laughs> Cliff was out here looking like Megamind. Man. I the first half he was brain, the second half he was pinky. I like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can say that about the defensive coordinator for the for the for the Eagles. Like, because they let, he was coaching the All Star team on defense. Yeah that but, that situation
2: you're in is is totally different. Cl- Cliff Kingsbury looked stressed every game he was. Coaching. He did. You, know, you just watch him on the sideline, bro. Bro's always just stressed stress the the whole game. Just
3: veins popping out his head. Yeah, like it's just. Yeah, I think
2: I think I don't know if John Gannon knows exactly what he got himself into, and he probably should have just wrote it out with that defense he had in Philly. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so this next one's for Ant. Bill O'Brien will resurge Mac Jones
0: in the Patriots offense. Run a pass. I'm to run with it. Like they were really bad this year. They were really, really bad. And I think Bill O'Brien is a good coach, bad GM, right? Like his coaching jobs in Houston were good. They went to the playoffs multiple times. Deshaun Watson was out here leading the league in passing. Like he was doing, like his ability to coach the game is clear to me. I think. Like, he will actually give them an offensive coordinator in the room. Like, if you go from no offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator acting like he's your offensive coordinator to an actual (laughs) offensive (laughs) coordinator, you just have to make improvement. Like, I just like, like, you just have to do it. You just have to do it. (laughs) Like, I just, like, they traded for Devontae Parker and he disappeared. They didn't even highlight him in Miami and he was still doing fantastic stuff week in, week out, making crazy catches. Bro went to New England and disappeared. He had like every two se- good games, and then it was like, my yeah. every season there's at least like one or two Devontae Parker catches that you're like, yo, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he ain't have one this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that wasn't like Fitz Magic throwing him the ball.
2: <laughs> yeah, I- ironically, Jacoby Myers is probably the best receiver on that team this year. Mm. <laughs>
3: I mean, for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Keep it a buck.
2: So, this next one uh, is for everybody. Uh, Mike LaFleur will have more success with the Rams offense than he did with the Jets offense.
0: Run a pass. I'm going to run with it. And I just think, I mean, check me out here. Again, Zach Wilson was historically terrible. So I just feel like getting away from Zach Wilson is a very (laughs) positive note that will help you out. Then on top of that, being under Sean McVay and knowing McVay actually calls most of the plays, will probably help you get some credit you may or may not deserve who knows <laughs> like the enemy will call plays and never get credit but I mean hey you might get yours like we know you can't be an offensive coordinator for the for the Rams without getting a head coaching job you just can't so I like I get why he took it you can't stay in that position for more than two years before they're like I mean let's like right, we like him so I like it for him I think I think it'll help out significantly. But then the next yeah. guy, I guess Nathaniel Hackett, now probably will get a new quarterback in the room, which kind of sucks for
3: him. I <laughs> am I'm, a, I'm a probably run, too. But the only thing I'm questioning, too, is, like, um, is Stafford going to be healthy and available? That's going to be a big question mark, too, because then it's like, if no Stafford, then, I mean, who's the quarterback in L.A.? So it's like, Baker. I mean, if he comes back,
0: Baker going to cling on to Sean McVay for dear life. That man is on his third team in a year and a half. That Look, look all I'm saying is <laughs> that man is clinging on to Sean McVay like the la- last life raft on the Titanic. Yeah. I- <laughs> he was the number one overall pick.
3: Crazy. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see him, no matter what, trying to stick it out in L.A. So, yeah, I can see that. What you think, I-
2: Sam?
4: Yeah, I agree with that. And th- the only thing I have to add, and I just feel like it's weird that the Jets were like, uh, "Nah, not Michael Ford, but you know who looks great, Nathaniel Hackett." Like, what, bro?
1: <coughs> yeah, so many question marks there. So many.
4: The Jets really so think many. Russell Wilson sucks. If that's what they're, like, if that's the move they're making,
0: they have hey. Or they think Nathaniel Hackett is a Josh McDaniels type beat, Great coordinator, terrible head coach. Mm, hey, maybe. Yeah, maybe, like, we maybe we they think see. he's a Josh McDaniels type beat. Who knows? And hey, listen, I won't be mad if he's terrible. Mm. Mm. I
1: don't- I
2: ain't
3: be mad.
1: <laughs> I don't Do I come
2: know back? if, uh, I don't know, I actually don't think Michael Fuller will have more success because I think he had a lot of young players and had a really good running back, a really good run game, even outside of Zach Wilson and how bad he played. With the other quarterbacks that played, I think his his offense, I mean, and that defense was really good. I think his offense was, I mean, he got rookie of the year. I mean, offense rookie of the year. I mean. I mean,
3: he going to have a time.
2: I mean, that, in Cooper I, I mean, that means something. But I think the the Rams are missing a lot more pieces than, than the Jets are. And could be losing more. I mean, Jalen Ramsey talks of trades and and, and stuff. So I think, you know, Aaron Donald don't know what he's about to do. Like, I don't think uh, – and then and then the quarterback situation, the offensive line is atrocious. Like, I don't know what you're about to do. I would much rather go to the Jets' offense right now, if I'm an OC, than, than the Rams' offense, 100%.
0: I agree with that. But what if they want you to give Zach yeah. Wilson another shot? No, I'm not. I'm not agreeing to that. <laughs> hey,
1: unless you can guarantee me, Coach, hey, look, you're not the you, hey, look,
2: unless GM, look, unless you can guarantee me two or three years of my contract, well, I'm just you want, me, you want me to play with him this year, and if it ain't good, like let me go get my guy, I'll, and then we going to move
0: forward. I'm for just saying, you're the OC, so you get it. You are getting directions. And they're like, yo, we got to see if we can make this Zach Wilson thing shake because we took a second overall, <laughs> uh, third overall, right? And the Sorry. second was Trey, right? Third. So they, we took a third overall and every quarterback that we like, take him was after third. Him. Yeah, okay. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wilson yeah, Zach Wilson you You're was right. Second, second overall. Yeah. Okay. I was right. So we took him second overall and every quarterback besides Trey who just hasn't really played has looked significantly better than him. Like –
2: there's no chance to give them then. That says it all. Like you, you miss sometimes, sometimes teams can just, just don't like, you gotta, you gotta just bite the bullet, bro. You miss, go get another, you have, you have a team. Like that's, that's the thing. You don't want to waste this trying to develop Zach Wilson. Like, I think you have a a young team that's still developing. You got a lot of core players. Um, and they weren't, I mean, they have a lot of players. Like, I mean, the jets, we, everybody's talking, the jets are historically bad, but, they have a lot of young players, solid players. Yeah, remember they
3: said that boy he didn't want to take accountability.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, he just he hasn't lived up to any any of the hype of that pick. I didn't think he
0: was that good from the junk, but me either. I don't I don't buy He made you that talk. one pro day throw. Shit was it was trash. a rap. Memorized. Mesmerized. Sorry. Mesmerized.
3: <laughs> it was trash. <laughs> it wasn't even that good. They hyped it up.
0: <laughs> it's like, did you see him? throw offense <laughs> off the wrong foot and, and off across his body, he could be the host. Headass.
2: ass. <laughs> 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 um, chill,
3: oh. Yeah. So, okay.
2: This last one uh is for everybody. Again, ironically talking about uh, Nathaniel Hackett couldn't figure it out with Russ in that offense, and he won't have much success with the Jets. Runner pass.
3: Yeah, I'm running with that. I'm a pass. I love it. Go ahead, TJ. I, I I'm running, bro. Like you couldn't do it, with Russell Wilson, you, Zach Wilson, Mike White, who probably won't even be there anymore. And I don't know if Joe Flacco coming back. So I don't know who the quarterback, who the to finna be. They do have talent. Like I'm not gonna lie, like they got talent. They do have talent a you know, really good defense but we talking about you running the offense like i know this is something that he is finna specifically focus on and that's what his specialty is going to be but if you couldn't do it russell wilson listen i don't know what to tell you my boy it wasn't like he didn't have weapons it wasn't like they didn't have weapons and then also like they had one of the fastest tight ends who they just wasn't using too he ran like a four three so, I mean, listen, I don't see it happening. Like, me personally, I just don't see it happening.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run. Well, I guess, whatever. I'm, I'm doing the opposite of T.O. I got confused. you passing. <laughs> I'm passing. I'm passing. Because I just think there are two things working in his favor. One. The bar from what he did in Brock at the Broncos has set it so low for what you expect from this man in combination with how (laughs) bad Zach Wilson has been. Like, gives him a good little combination of scenarios. And particularly because I believe the Jets will go out and get a free agent quarterback. I don't I think they will, they may try to keep Mike White. They may not. Who knows? But I do think they're getting like a vet vet i'm talking like rogers jimmy g Derek carr someone in that range lamar know,
1: maybe
0: hey if they could trade for lamar i bet they would you know what i'm trying to say like they're going for that type of quarterback because they have that type of team where all the players are real young and not making a lot of money so you could give that guy a bigger contract now if something like that happens then oh I trying see to see him
3: being successful
0: i think i think they're but gonna, the current situation
3: with the current
0: situation, hell no. That's facts. That's facts. If he has to make Zach Wilson work, it's not happening. Like, <laughs> I agree. I, that's <laughs> the deciding factor, you guys. Yeah,
3: that's definitely 1,000% <laughs> deciding factor. Yes.
2: Yeah. I I mean, if you can't do it with Russ, I mean, who's the, who's the, who's the, what up, bro? Who's the question mark Q? I mean, I. I, I don't know who's you know, what quarterback you're gonna bring in there outside of maybe Rogers. That'd be better than Russ in my opinion. Like if we I mean looks good and all, but I, I I don't know. like I do not I d I don't I don't know who you're gonna bring in there and have I mean, I think they both both those teams have solid weapons on both sides of the ball. Um and it's gonna be tough to the bar is set low, so I mean it's it's really not high, but If if it's Zach Wilson, I think you're in trouble. If it's anybody else, I actually think you got a chance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the trick. The bar is set low. Like, Gronk did (laughs) an interview recently where he's like, they looked at me and thought I was like some big, dumb jock. So I played it up all day long in the Patriots facility. So when I was doing well, they were like, God damn, look at Gronk. And then he's like, by the time my second year came around, I had broken all like the first two-year tight end records. The tight end coach looked at me and he was like, you out here finessing everybody. You <laughs> finessing everybody. And I caught on to it. He's like, hey, just don't tell Bill. <laughs> uh all right. It, are we good with the new coaches?
2: Yeah, unless y'all got any other well, big 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 name, big hires I want to talk about.
0: Colts hired Eagles offensive coordinator recently. Yes. Their new head coach. What do y'all think about that? They gave him a six-year deal, which is the only reason why I'm going to run with it as being a good good idea. Because at least that believes – like, I don't know. Jim Say has been a little weird about stuff as of late. But six-year deal to me says we are willing to have you draft someone young and rebuild this offense and team. That's what that Agreed. says to me. Agreed. right? And at that point, I'm okay with that because we saw how good the Eagles' offense was. Granted, like they did have a little bit of an all star team as well, but like it got significantly better and we know that he can use good talent. Cause like what he did when they got AJ Brown and the way mm-hmm. that they started mm-hmm. moving with it is crazy. So I like him. He did a good job. The the team was stacked, but they gave him a six year deal, which says to me patience. And I would like to see what he can do in that situation.
3: I mean if that's the case, then we it. might see them shop a couple guys like DeForest Buckner, Shaq Lawson. By mm-hmm. uh, Leonard, Shaq Leonard. Um, might see them shop a couple big time guys to bring in more either assets or picks or whatever so they can shape the team how he
0: sees fit. So, I mean, we'll see. Jory is right. The commanders interviewed Eric Biennami today. We talked about this pre pod, but we can have this conversation real quick. Jory is right. All right. So I'm going to start like T.O. T.O. should start because T.O.
3: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sick of the disrespect, honestly. Like, this man done won two Super Bowls in four years, multiple AFC championships. Like, they've had so much success. They was number one in every category pretty much this year, offensive-wise, scoring yards per game. Pretty much and no game. with no receivers. With Travis Kelsey, who seems to be wide open every play, <laughs> and he the best outside of Patrick Mahomes, best player on the offense. Like, I don't but EB gets so much disrespect, like, and it's just flabbergasted. Like, it's so insulting to be a guy that's had so much success in that position, but then you got guys like Jeff Saturday, who has legit shots at a at coaching position, or I mean, okay, he just played the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator in the Super Bowl, and he beat them, and both of them got head coaching job positions and he's been for the past couple of years you know like in the mix of getting a head coaching job so for me personally i'm thinking andy reed is going since you bring up isn't hammer andy reed i mean andy reed comes out and he says a hey, he called a great second half he got he called some great plays and got us back in the game which is what he was saying as well yeah, and was. so i think personally He might pull a Bruce Arians move and step down, whether I'm not sure if he's going to go into, you know, some kind of position within the organization. He might just retire. Right. But I think ultimately he wants EB to probably step in that role because he knows he's not getting the recognition that he should be getting. So that might be
2: an option. Yeah. Bruce Arians kind of got. Kind of, Push got a boobie, down. kind of got yeah, pushed yeah. out. I think I don't. I don't see Andy Reid just giving the reins. I think, I mean, he's the head coach. I think that that culture is built around him. I think. Do 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 you feel like the only possible way that he's not getting you know a head coaching opportunity mm-hmm. is because they feel like you had Patrick Mahomes? Like oh, the only the only. What I mean? What other logical? It's the only logical one. Illicit. But at the end of the day, you gotta look
3: at this too. Like we look at, just like we're talking right now. Your number one target was a tight end. Like bro, you had all. You didn't have any top target at receiver. Which most teams like Juju Valdez, Scantling,
2: Tony, and Skyler Tony
3: Sky Moore Skymore, and um Miko Harmon, who was hurt too as well.
1: Yeah, I don't. Like I mean. That.
3: That's not a really good supporting cast to say y'all was number one in everything on offense.
0: Yo, it just sit right with me because like, I don't care who you have at quarterback. Some of those plays that they draw up are nuts. They are like, and the fact that they, they, they hit the, they hit the Eagles back to back with that play. They stole from the Jaguars and just flipped the side and like, come on, come on. Like, you know, the Eagles, like that's clear. He's watched the film. He saw the Eagles had trouble defending that play. They hit it to the one side, smoked them, and he was like, I mean, I might as well just dial it back up, right? Like, <laughs> and just put the side and see if they noticed. They did not. Like, it, it bothers me because we know Sean McVay caused the players with the Rams, right? But Kevin O'Connell got the job with the Vikings. For the past two years, plus all the all, Andy Reid says it's like Eric Bieniemy out here calling plays. Eric Bieniemy deserves a shot. Eric Bieniemy drawing the stuff up. Like you can't hear Andy Reid talk about the offense and not mention Eric Bieniemy's role in it. Like, and I think he is—he's doing that on purpose because he feels like his guy is kind of getting the short end of the stick, right? Exactly. But he's not getting <laughs> the shot. Kevin O'Connell, we know, did not call the plays and got the shot. And, like, I feel like Jory mentioned something. He was like, it's hard to tell if Eric Biennami is a good leader of men or just an X's and O's guys. And I want to recall if y'all remember that moment where Eric Biennami and Patrick Mahomes were on the field and Eric Biennami got in Patrick's face and in his ass. Right? Yeah, I remember that. I remember That's that. something that a good leader of men does because if you can't do it to the first guy, you can't do to it the top to player. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, you can't can. do it
3: with Patrick Mahomes, then you can't do
0: it with nobody else. Yeah, but if I'm you could do it to t- Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes responds and it works out, everybody else falls in line. Right. I think like Belichick always talks about how he's able to be really hard on Tom. And if he was able to be really hard on Tom, everybody else was willing to fall in line because they're like, that's Tom Brady getting that.
3: I'm expendable. Yeah, who am I
0: <laughs> if that's Tom getting that? Right? And like I feel like that that like that says to me leader of men he's not going nathaniel hackett couldn't lead men like like Austin georgers like they hired nathaniel hackett because of rogers and see how that turned out in denver nathaniel hackett couldn't lead men because he allowed russell wilson to walk all over him y'all saw first two press conferences with Sean Payton, they were like, Russ has his own room. Russ (laughs) has his own staff in building. He's like, Sean's like, we don't do none of that over here. (laughs) Russ ain't getting his own office. Russ ain't getting his own QB coaches on this, like in the building with us. He's like, none of that happens over here. That is foreign to me. That is not how I do business. That's putting your foot down and being like, I know who you are. I know how much you make and i know technically i am easier to expand than you but i do not care because that's the only way that you could run a team and lead men my boy said i'm the
3: head man yeah but, i mean there's guys out here like uh joe judge for example who was a special teams coach prior to getting the head coaching job so there's absolutely no reason why eric Bieniemy doesn't get an opportunity somewhere like there's just absolutely no reason for it you okay. got guys out here like Rob Rivera, who still has a job, who missed their, oh, y'all in the playoffs? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know. you out in the playoffs. <laughs> but it's guys like that that still has a job. But you got guys like EB that's like, man, I we won two Super Bowls in four years. We lost one of the best receivers in the NFL, Tyreek Hill. And look, our numbers, bro, they improved. It wasn't like they were just number one. They improved from the previous year. And they were number one. So it's like, you lost Tyreek Hill, your numbers improved, and you were the number one offense in the NFL. Like, bro, like, come on. That's that's obnoxious. Like, there's no reason for him to. <laughs> <laughs> no Yo,
0: reason.
3: Jordan, <laughs> time for Riverboat
0: Rod to set sail. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's time for Yo. him to get up out of there. He, he ain't done nothing since. What, 2015? Hey, that first year with Alex
0: Smith and Taylor Heineke, they they made that little run. They played Brady close the year he won the Super Bowl. But, like, this is the thing, though. So, we've seen it. Four years, three Super Bowl appearances, two wins. EB can't get his shot. So, does it make sense for him to take a lateral position move that's really a regressive success rate just so – Outside of the Andy Reid shadow, outside of the having Mahomes shadow, he might be able to show something that get. Do y'all think he can show something if he takes the commander's job that gets him the head coaching position so. that he couldn't do with the Chiefs? I of the
4: I commanders, think so.
3: I mean, <laughs> I mean, he he's gonna have to like, but it's not like he gets to pick and choose like, oh yeah, I want to just go to Miami or you know somewhere in particular where he can just choose, but or like a San Francisco where that job would be easy too, right? But I just think he has to go somewhere where it's been more of a like a Washington, I feel like is a perfect fit for the the fact of getting out of his shadow, but then improving an offense that has been over the past couple of seasons been, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time at this point, been underperforming. And so it's not like he doesn't have the talent there, they have talent, you know what I'm saying? So. He'll be able to go in and scheme up some stuff. I feel like, and they should have some success. So, I think it's a it, it has to be a lateral move for him in order for him to be able to progress to in order to get a head coaching opportunity. I think, as bad as it sounds, like he shouldn't have to make that lateral move from Kansas City <clears throat> or Washington. It, it should just to get an opportunity.
2: He but, should be getting a head coaching position if they if they iron him in as the, at the Commanders. He should be getting a head coaching job. I mean, if Exactly. It it doesn't make sense. There's no other reason and there's no explanation behind it, um unless they question his character or if it's a race thing. There's really no other there's they're throwing all cards out there. There's no other reasons why or unless he just don't want a head coaching job. Like if that's just not what he wants to do. I mean there's some there are some coaches that don't want to yeah. be head coaches, like
0: but he keeps applying like he's there. He's yeah. taking the interviews like it seems like he wants it. That's all I'm saying. It seems like he wants it.
2: Maybe the opportunity, maybe the situation just ain't what he wanted to be. And he and 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 they're not agreeing as far
0: as him and management on what he on what he wants. Yeah, but no one's offered him the job. Like, yeah, Brian that's the Juarez, thing. Like, was like the Cardinals offered me. I said my gut tells me don't do it so i took a dc position with the with the vikings right right like he was in the finalists he had went for two interviews he he was like they wanted me and i said my my gut told me not to do it and go with the vikings right that eb eb's never said anything like that eb's not getting the offer
1: yeah
3: i don't think cliff kingsbury probably didn't even honestly he didn't even deserve the position when he first got it he didn't do anything in college. He was trash. But he got an opportunity in the NFL.
0: Bro had Mahomes <laughs> and sucked. That was wild. <laughs> Tra- bro, he was trash in college. He was trash. That's, he was a trash coach. that's, that's what's crazy. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? And then also, too, we
3: got, like, earlier we was talking about um, Josh McCown almost getting the job in Houston. Like, bro, I ain't never coached. And you got somebody that's been out here going to the Super Bowl – he didn't win two out of three in the,
0: in the past four years. Like, bro,
2: are you serious? Ain't no reason. Huh?
0: I got crazy love for D'Amico Ryan. But as soon as I saw Josh McCown take that QB coach position out uh, in the Panthers with Carolina, I was mm-hmm. like, how long until the prodigal son returns to Houston <laughs> now having some years of NFL coaching experience under his belt for more than one team and can mm-hmm. like dodge all of the like, you know, suspicion. Because like, I think to be a head coach, the most likely position you held before is offensive coordinator. I think the second is actually QB coach and DC is the third. Like, just like by the numbers, like your previous position Mm -hmm. is OC, QB coach, DC. So like, it's, it's, look, I'm just saying the resume is starting to look like, look like the prodigal son might return to Houston. (laughs) And I like D'Amico Ryans. I hope he gets a long leash. He deserves it because Houston's terrible. And, like, he should be able to rebuild and reset and, like, make a culture. But are they going to let him? Yes, indeed.
3: Yeah, that's the question. (laughs) We don't think so. (laughs) But the the
2: the record record has not looked good. They 0 for 3 right now.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: 0 (laughs) for. Facts. All right, that puts us at the fly routes real quick. So, what we like to do here is a segment called The Fly Route. We talk about a certain situation or choice the players are facing and where we think the best opportunity would be for them. We are going to start with Jimmy G. All right, we know he's a free agent now, none of this other nonsense contract trade stuff that happened last year. He's healthy. He technically would have been healthy enough to play in the Super Bowl by what everybody was saying. So, he is a free agent. Where do y'all think Jimmy G should try to sign in the offseason?
3: I mean, if they want him, I would. First move for me is Vegas. I mean, pairing back up with your old offensive coordinator, you know the system, you plug and play. Like, literally, I know the system. I have weapons already, and Darren Waller, Tay. I mean, you got Hunter Renfro as well. And then, I mean, I don't know who they, what they're going to do for running back. I don't know if they're going to re-sign Josh Jacobs or not. But, I mean, it's you have the talent there on the offensive side already. So, you know the system. It's the perfect fit. For me, that's the number one option if it's available.
4: I like the Raiders mm-hmm. one. I think I would say the Jets, uh, if not there, get paired up with Garrett Wilson. Um Plus, you have Brees Hall coming back next year off injury. I feel like they have mm-hmm. a lot of good weapons, good defense. I think he would fit there, even if I'm not the, the biggest Nathaniel Hackett guy. And I do think pairing back up with Josh McDaniels makes sense. But if not there, I think the Jets make sense too.
2: Yeah, Jets is probably where I was leaning as far as where he could end up. Um Got a lot of weapons. I mean, like I said, that team has talent to to win. Now, I mean, we saw what they did this season without a mm-hmm. quarterback. Uh, and I think they just they're just missing that piece. Um, with all their players, they have a really solid team overall.
3: I mean, if it ain't there, it's probably the Bucks too. I mean, you step in, you got
2: plethora, right. right. honestly,
3: of weapons. They That's get true. the offensive line together. And then, I mean, all they was you know they was hurt this year, but um, I mean, you get the offensive line together down there. I mean, Mike Evans. Bring Julio
0: back, man. If you ask Chris me, Chris Godwin, it's,
1: it's
0: it's it's you know, I'm not I'm not touching that area. I think the Bucks are in for odd regression because they like who's their new OC? Yeah, that's a good question. Like they fired the OC that was making things pop when they had like, and now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that's gonna look like. Look, if you ask me, and this is like a sneaky one, but I think like. He should look into the Panthers. Yeah. That division is atrocious. And Brady just left. Everybody else is going to be cheeks. They ain't a quarterback (laughs) better than you in that division by a mile.
3: That's true.
0: Right? You got a fantastic defense. Like that Carolina defense is young and good. Which is like yeah. a really good recipe for like being able to win games in Jimmy G fashion, if you ask me. Which <laughs> winning games in Jimmy G fashion <laughs> is executing on the board, not making run the ball many too many mistakes, and you know, winning a low scoring game. That that's the place. And like I think Frank Reich is a good coach, good good offensive mind, good mm-hmm. coach, etc. You 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 still got um, homeboy DJ okay. Moore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You still got DJ Moore. Like, it's not the most talent-laden in, late in situation, but I think, like, that's a spot where if Jimmy G wins there, it changes a little bit about Jimmy G's narrative. It's always Jimmy G's being carried by great coaching and absurdly good teams. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I yeah. like that fit,
3: too. I like that fit a lot.
0: All right. Bet bet bet. Our next one is for Rodgers, Cliff.
2: Aaron Rodgers is currently still signed with the Packers right now, but things are on the on the fringe. Uh, we don't, you know, he's taking some time to. Aaron Rodgers is always really dramatic with his with his decisions and what he <laughs> wants to do. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, so uh, I personally want to see the reunion with him and Devontae Adams in, in Vegas. Uh, and I just think, you know, I think he already came out and said he didn't want to go to the Jets. Uh, and I think there's not another situation outside of oh. did he? And did, am, I, am I wrong? I had heard it,
0: but I can't tell you that you're wrong.
2: I, I mean, did. I don't blame him. I th- <laughs> yeah, I, like just, just because of just
1: the history. The
2: Jets. Like se. I mean, yeah. I mean he just Aaron Rodgers seems like that guy. I'm not gonna go play with the Jets. He
4: also like. couldn't <laughs> handle the New York media like a hundred percent. Yeah, he he probably don't want to. It's
2: that's probably I mean, that's him being he's
1: mm-hmm.
2: low keys, you know, just you know, you know, does his own thing, but he's uh I just think the Raiders Las Vegas with with back with his boy. He tried it out with David Derek Carr, didn't work out. <laughs> and you give him you give him if you sign Josh Jacobs back. You give him Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams. You, you get that offensive line a little a little better. Uh, but the you know, I think that team has a chance to. If you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to sell on on a Rod and and go compete in this division because you got Russ, you got Mahomes, and you got Je- uh, Justin Herbert. So, I mean, that division would be even crazier. You put you throw him in there. Uh, <laughs> like uh, I just think that's personally what I want to see is I, I want to see the Devontae Adams Rogers free.
3: Yeah, I, I think that would be a really good fit too, especially going with an offensive minded head coach as well. Um, and obviously with him being Mr. Discount double check himself, I think he would have a lot of say in the offense as well. And then with obviously with Josh McDaniels being an offensive minded coach, I think that would really fit really well. He'd probably have a a lot of re, uh, freeway, a lot of runway to coordinate the offense, call plays on the field, NCC's fit as well.
2: That's what you um, wanted to, want to
3: do. Yeah, so I can see that definitely being a, a really good fit, for sure. I can see that.
4: Man, I'm over it. I'm over Aaron Rodgers. I feel like wherever he goes, he's just going to be <laughs> stat padding and trying to win MVP and not actually <laughs> trying to win games and being a dick. So I, I don't even care <laughs> I truly do <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, chill out. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Does anybody he had to get that it?
2: off his chest? Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and look, I'm the biggest. I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers hater in the room. Fuck twelve all day I'm, every day.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm a big hater, man. You don't know how many times he didn't done, he did done, he done did my guys in, man. Yeah, but
0: you know how many <laughs> more times he did it to my guys? <laughs> play him twice a year, at least. Like a little, uh, a little more <laughs>
2: leverage. I mean, he did it to us in more significant situations. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, if, he went to like the,
3: if it wasn't so bad for him to go to Minnesota or something, like, yeah, but that, they're
0: not letting Kirk go yet. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, that part. Uh, yeah, Jory over here talking mad greasy in the chat. I'm gonna give him one of these. I need him to stay at Green Bay and keep so ownership. The years. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is. The, the longer he stays in Green Bay, the quicker the script is about to flip on him. All right. Hey. Like, the trends are moving in the opposite direction for these teams. I ain't going to hold it. Like, like, if he stays, I wouldn't mind giving him the work. Because we saw the Vikings get him this year. All right, and, like, We next. Yeah, we next. Too. we next. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> too. We next. All right. Lions, two, We next. Does anybody I see a team that. not the Raiders? A team not the Raiders.
3: Does Green mm, Bay count? That's honestly I mean I guess, yeah, I, I Honestly, I think the only team he would probably consider is Green Bay, is uh Vegas.
2: Or does he retire? Mm.
4: Mm. Nah, if
2: he
0: can't go to where he wanna go, he probably gonna retire. I mean, look, I, okay, Joey says. Oh, San the 49ers Frere,
4: but, is a good point. Yeah, they've tried to I don't trade know if the 49ers can pay
0: him? Yeah, that's yeah. Like they like he costs a lot of money, bro. They, and they got money he,
2: tied up. Yeah. They got players right now,
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: he, and Aaron Rodgers ain't the one to take no pay cut to go win. Fast.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I heard some Titans rumors. I don't know the Titans don't seem all that great to me. Like their receivers aren't in a great yeah, spot. Like that, I yeah. mean, they got Derrick Henry. Their offensive he line really look. catch Like that, he
2: can't. Yeah. I think I think that's not a terrible look. Uh, I just don't know how him and him and Rabel gonna vibe like. Rabel is a pretty direct coach. I mean, he, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know how Rabel going to vibe with him. I it ain't a, even
3: that for me. It's more so about we all know how Aaron Rodgers is. Like, you, go, your ass go out there and drop a pass. That's your ass for the rest of the season. So yeah,
2: they're going to have to go get him a one. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, if he was to go there, like, it would have to be like, hey, yeah, we're going to get you Devontae Adams from the Raiders. Like, we're going now, to get you, you DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to get you a guy like it, he would not accept a trade there. He would retire before he do it. Right now, they didn't have a number one receiver.
0: Okay, that's vibes. All right, I mean that that rolls that wraps up the fly routes. I got we got a last segment with TL the Ballers Bouquet. Yeah, so we're wrapping this up with the Ballers Bouquet, the heart of the show.
3: Plenty of time Well, all the time, for the most part, honestly. Players only get the spotlight for the, the negative and salacious things in the media. So on, on the route, we like to highlight them for the positive and good things they do for the community. And this year, or this last episode here, we're going to give it to Mr. Patrick Mahomes himself, Mr. Super Bowl and NFL MVP. Um, he's been doing an excellent job off the field, just as he's been doing on the field. Uh, so... This year, he's been um, pretty busy, a p- pretty busy one of activation for him uh, and his 15 and the Mahoney's Foundation to date. Nearly one point nine million in grants have been awarded to a myriad of groups that are focused on uplifting youth. Um, so the impact of his of this phila- philanthropy is found well outside the confines of mere financial assistance. They've been playing off his jersey number 15, the foundation has focused on continuing to activate its 15 for 15 program again in 2022. And as a result, groups of 15 have been supported in various ways, including sending underserved youth chiefs and Texas Tech football games, uh, funding adoptions for rescue dogs complete with the year's worth of supplies for the forever homes. Funding supplies for art-focused after-school programs and traditional classrooms. Funding camp home scholarships for youth battling cancer. Outfitting youth football teams with equipment and jerseys, covering educational tutorial programs for students in the urban core. Funding scholarships for the children of fallen or active duty military members, supporting athletes competing in Special Olympics, providing assistance to anti-bullying organizations for in-school publicity. And in addition, the foundation will continue to donate to those dealing with food insecurity. And, I mean, he's done a lot. Like, it's it's really the list goes on and on. And we just like to commend and applaud Mr. Super Bowl and NFL MVP for all the work he's doing off the field. Just as much damage as he's
0: doing on the field. So, shout out. All right. That is it for this season of the fly route podcast. Yo, if you listened at all this season, one episode or all of them, we really appreciate every single one of y'all and we can't do this without y'all. Thank you. We will holler at y'all next season.